You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast with Nat and Justin. We're here. It's sort of a weird feeling, right? Because honestly, Justin, and maybe, maybe I am too positive. Maybe I am too optimistic, but I don't know. Obviously, I don't like when Steph gets injured, but I don't know. I wasn't freaking out about it. But you know what started to annoy me was the way everybody else was freaking out about it. Oh, the MCL, that's it. What the fuck are y'all talking right. about, yo? Like, what, like... <laughs> Just putting that type of energy in the air, what casually. The fuck up! Shut up! One of y'all are doctors! People are so funny, man. Yo, this shit is mad annoying. I'm just like everything super depressing. Cause like I know like when like when it first happened and I saw your tweets and you're just like, oh, it, it's painful, but it's just him like kind of rebanging that area, right? I mean, at least that's what you initially thought. And then like they're calling it a lower leg injury, um, which is not the knee. That's mm-hmm. not the MCL. So like I'm kind of ruling out an MCL because you know it's not that. And, and that's why it's also, I mean, I understand he's a doctor and I respect his knowledge, but that's why it's also a little annoying when, like, that doctor who everyone listens to retweets, like, you know, the MCL. Because, like, you're also retweeting that after Slater already said they're calling it a lower leg injury. So why are we still talking about mm-hmm. the fucking knee? Like, they would know. They would say some kind of knee injury and leave it vague till they do it. But mm-hmm. it's really not yeah. a knee. So let's move on from the whole MCL shit. We know that you know your stuff. Yeah. We know that you're like a very smart person, but like, there's no need to get the, the fan base this worked up, right? Sorry, it was people it was going, like you just said. People, nah, it, it annoyed me in real time too. Like, I literally was contemplating like just muting, unfollowing a bunch of people who just tweet dumb, dumb, negative, super negative shit. Like, you you see anything? Oh, his knee buckled and all of this. It's like, do y'all want it to be that so y'all can be? write about it or something like i don't understand <laughs> like he goes back to the locker room pointing at his leg he's not pointing at his knee 
No, MCL, like, MCL, MCL. I'm like, do y'all even know where the MCL is? Y'all just saying shit because you see somebody else say it. See someone else say it. Every time something <laughs> happens, MCL's not even near where he pointed at. How many times have we been to me? Every time someone gets hurt, oh, that looks like the Achilles. I hate to say it, but that looks like an Achilles. How, what do you mean? How do you know? Right. <laughs> Everybody wants to be like, I've watched so much basketball, I can name injuries when they happen. Like, I, I'm so smart. Look at me. <laughs> oh, season's over. Like, oh, that's it. This is over. Like, is it? Like, bruh. God forbid. It's anything serious. It doesn't look like it's going to be something super serious. They root out the knee. Um, my, my guess, based on them saying they root out the knee and everything that's transpired over the last two games, it looks like he got hit really bad in his leg against Denver. It hurt. It left a huge bruise like it usually does. He got hit in that same spot again. Very, very hard. Repeated trauma to a certain area of the body, yes, can leave some scarring, contusion, a bruise. He might be out for a game or two, whatever. But if it is contusion, I'm not I'm not expecting him to be out for that long. It's literally a matter of when the bruise goes away and when the pain goes down. So I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm not going to sit up, sit up here and put out the energy that is something more serious, like anything with a CL and some type of ligament in his knee. Like, come on. Come on. We can, we can do better than that. that. The x-rays were negative. So... Which is a good thing. Yeah, so it's not, nothing broken. The MRI is going to be anything soft tissue. So if something, if there was a ligament thing going on in his knee, they would use an MRI to do it, but they've ruled out the knee already. They have screening that they do immediately physically touching your knee and doing all these different tests and stuff to kind of rule out these injuries. And if they and if it's looking kind of murky, then they go to the MRI. But I'm thinking they're using the MRI to just see how bad the bruising is, how bad the contusion is in his, in his leg muscle. So like I said, being hopeful about it, People just like to be super negative and cry and just try to find a reason to make themselves feel bad. And I don't understand it. So, yeah. So, like, my immediate, my immediate reaction is like, well, my, my, my immediate reaction was annoyance because I'm just like, great. You know, even if he is okay, it's just like he's taking a beating. And... um so not great. I'm saying great, like sarcastically. And then my other reaction is like, see, this is why, this is honestly why it annoys me all the resting and bullshit that they do early in the season. This is why, because I get it. Second night of a back to back. So y'all want to just not play people. And I also get that the guys are older. So I do feel like but we know that it's not just like, we know most of the time when you're resting them on the second night of the back-to-back, it's not that the training staff really thinks that they can't play because sometimes they do, right? Like look at Denver. They went and played the other night and they were like, well, Steph and Dre said they feel good, right? So you're telling me early in the season when we had just started and y'all were resting them on back-to-backs that they didn't feel good, right? And so I my point in that is saying there's going to come later in the season where dudes get banged up where things happen. And now, like, Steph probably shouldn't have been playing tonight. He probably shouldn't have been playing tonight, right? But he was playing because of the situation that the team is in. And he goes out there and plays, and he probably most likely re-aggravated the injury that he already had. And arguably, he probably shouldn't have been playing in Denver. 
I'm saying he shouldn't have been playing in Denver from the moment that Dre got scratched. When they were both still going to play, I think it was fine. Mm-hmm. The moment Dre got scratched, I'm like, he probably shouldn't have been playing. Mm-hmm. But it was probably too late at that point. So, and then he gets injured in that game, right? So it's just like, this is what annoys me because not only had, if you just tried for the games earlier in the season that you should have won, would this not matter as much? But also now later in the season when you actually need to rest him and probably rest Dre, who also probably needs rest, you could do that without the fair, right? That you can't. But now you're in a, in a difficult situation. The only benefit, the only positive to any of this is that the team actually has to experience this season playing <laughs> without mm-hmm. him. So, like, I'm not saying it'll be easy, but, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's an opportunity for them to get confidence and build chemistry and work on some of the things that they're going to have to do to win games, like play defense. That first stretch when Steph was out for that for that long homestand, that was some of the best defense they were playing all season because they that was the only way they were going to win games. So I think it's going to be, if he's out for some time, hopefully he's not, but it'll have to be them locking in on defense and finding that defensive identity again. But I do think at this point, like you just want them all together on the court as much as possible, but they only got 30 games left. So figuring out lineup combos that work best and, you know, how to all be on a string on both ends of the ball um, is super important, you know, for this home stretch in the regular season and for the playoffs too. They only have five games left until All-Star. Three of those games are at home. So it's OKC, Portland, Lakers, then Washington Clippers on like a back-to-back. And they did not finish the last away stand with a winning record. They went one and two. So they did not complete the goal there of having a winning record. And so they have OKC coming home. At home, that's probably a winnable game for them without Steph. Um But going to Portland without Steph, if that's what ends up happening, that might be a little difficult. But then after that Portland game, they have two nights off before L.A. comes to town. And maybe, you know, it's Saturday. So if Steph gets off the week, maybe he's back by the time they play the Lakers. Mm -hmm. And at this point, I'm sort of like, I don't know. Maybe you rush Dre because he bangs himself up again tonight. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think I I still go back to that Clippers game right before All-Star break being interesting because it's the second night of a back-to-back and they have to go out of town. And so it's only L.A., but I can easily see them like we're not sending the rest of the team there. <laughs> like, like. The only thing to me that may make them go is like, cause it's LA and dudes may want to go, but it's like, I could see them being like, mm-hmm. we're not sending the whole team there. Like Clay might want to go. Clay might want to go cause it's his home, right? It's LA and then it's all-star break. But I just, you know, cause I mean, the only person who's an all-star stuff. 
Right. I mean, that, that might be why they all end up going because, like, the rest of the team is just going to have to break off. So they might just be like, look, we're going to try to get this win, see what happens. Um, you know, that could be, you know, what they're thinking. So right now they're one game above 500. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. So you just I'm more so look at like what they uh, hmm? You just sort of hope over these next five games they go three and two. It's like at a minimum. Just hope that they, they win more than they lose. Yeah. I mean, they should. I mean, if Steph is out, then it changes things. That's that's why I will go three and two would be a, a win if he's out. But if he's playing, at least if he's just missing the Thunder game and playing the game after that, which is kind of it's realistic. If it's a if it's a contusion, he can be back as soon as two games. But they should be looking for four and one, really. Yeah, um, no, I agree. The Lakers are playing. Good. I agree, but I just. You know, facing the Clippers and not having Clay will be hard if both Paul George and Kawhi are playing. And they're both the Clippers are I mean, they're weird. It's like it feels like they're starting to play better and then they'll have like a dud. So I don't know. But it, it'll be harder to play that team if 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 Clay isn't playing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's why I would hope that they would have all of their guys for that game. Um Except for Clay, you know. I mean, I hope that they let Clay play back to back every now and then, but who knows? It's also harder if like Andrew's still like not playing like Andrew. He's just all in his head right now, which he needs to get it together. I'm not going to defend it anymore, but I'm still not okay with the way people are talking about him. It's like he'll figure it out. Shut the fuck up! Like y'all are just annoying. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, he didn't take a ton of shots this game. I don't think anybody took particularly like a ton of shots. Like Steph took eleven, Clay took eleven, Draymond, Draymond for <laughs> he got he got trigger happy today, which is not like him. But mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say like, like he relocated to take that three. I was like, what? The, did you see that? I'm like, oh, do we think yeah. he's like like what is like why why right? He had his first three, right? He had his first two threes, and then from there, he was like, I'm letting it fly. Um, but, yeah, Wiggins, I think he's coming along. I think to, this game was a little bit better than – or definitely better than last game, but he got a few post-ups. He got some stuff going to the rim. Um, you know, it was just he taking it a game at a time. I think he'll definitely need that all-star break to kind of get his mind right, get his rhythm back, and then uh, I think he'll be much better after the all-star break. People saying Wiggs ass and we coddling him. That's funny. What do people want? Like, if we trash him and talk shit about him, does that make the situation better? Does it? Does it? 
I just don't get what people are looking for. Um, negativity. People, you know, thrive off negativity. So yeah, it is what it is. There's definitely a, um, I wouldn't say a gray area, but there's definitely, it's definitely possible to be realistic and also be positive. You don't always have to be like saying the worst possible thing. And all the time. just like you can literally yeah. talk about his game and say, look, he's not playing well. He's not doing this. He needs to do more of this. It doesn't have to be you fucking mm. bum. You, you beta, you soft as fuck. You like, what the fuck? Yeah. We got to do better with that. Um, These people need hugs, man. <laughs> they need hugs and therapy. For sure. I didn't even end up talking to my therapist about the warriors of the night. I told you I was going to do that and I didn't, but now I feel like I need to talk to her because I don't know if I need to talk to her about the warriors if I need to talk to her about the fan base because I just feel like, oh my God. The warriors used to be something I enjoyed and uh, anyway, let's break. It's time to break. Don't worry. We'll get the vibes then before we go. But we literally recording right after the game. I'm checking to see, you know, when y'all see me looking down, I'm checking my phone to see stuff. So I'm checking to see if there's any Steph updates. I saw earlier Kerr announced that Loon is back in the starting lineup for good. So I'm glad that we understand that. Right. We've been, uh, finally, finally he gets that. Now we got to get him to stop playing Steph, Clay, and Poole together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It doesn't work. All right, guys, you tuned into Golden Spaces and Odyssey Original Podcast. It's Justin and Nat. We'll be right back.